0: Welcome to Faith at Eight. I'm Shanna. I'm Jill. We are two friends helping turn your eyes from the world
1: to the word through candid conversations fueled by Jesus and more Jesus.
0: Today on Faith at Eight, we are in Daughters of Grace talking about the widow with two coins.
1: Sorry, and then I covered it. Oh. Hi, my name's Shanna and I have no clue what up. Yep, but we're here now. Thank you for joining us. It's great. So, um, the widow with two coins. So I'm just going to read her story. So we have some backstory about who she is. So it says he looked up and saw the rich dropping their offerings into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow dropping in two tiny coins. Truly. I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all of them for all these people have put in gifts out of their surplus, but she out of her poverty has put in all. All she had to live on.
0: I adore this because there's so much feeling with this, right? Mm -hmm. So imagining, you know, watching all these people. And a lot of times we see this, right? Oh, they're giving extra celebrities. They're giving money. They're, they're so generous. And and we see that, but a lot of times that is that surplus. That is the, they, they have that. So they're giving it, but it's always that show. And yet you, you see this, this widow and she's giving two coins, like, All she has, she's giving over with no needing of fanfare or look at me or look at what I did. Her faith was so strong that she knew this is what she had to do. All she wanted to do was give back. And I love how that that focus on this story is that Jesus saw her. Jesus noticed. It was not about the amount that was being given. It was the fact that she had nothing and she gave what she had. And she was... Giving with
1: a pure and thankful heart. One moment while I let Mojo out of the bedroom, or the office, as I also try not to mess up my microphone. Again, if you watch on YouTube, it's very entertaining.
0: (laughs) There you go, Moji. Thanks for coming.
1: Great seeing you again, buddy. Also try not to, like...
0: I'll trim that out. It's fun. I'm
1: going to trim out the part where I show my cleavage. Thank you. My cleavage. (laughs) Cleavage. proof that anyone can do a podcast. Okay. Um, but so she, she gave with a pure and thankful heart and, and off all of the rich were giving with like, Oh, look at me look what I did. And Mm -hmm. she, she was giving out of faith and with a pure heart. And, um, it it is just, you know, so often we our day today service to the Lord can be so mundane. Mm -hmm. And so often our days feel mundane. And it's, but what kind of heart are you walking into that day with?
0: And not even looking at money, right? So a lot of people will look at this and be like, oh, here we go. Story about giving again. There's some Christians out there wanting to, that's not what this is about. Like, God knows your heart. And where, from what place are you giving? Are you giving with expectation that, mm-hmm. well, if I give this, then I'll get? Because that's right. not what it's mm-hmm. about. That is not what tithing's about. That's not what, um, you know, offerings are about. And so you have to search your heart and say, you know, do I actually truly understand the basis for giving and what that means?
1: And, and it reminds us that Jesus, Jesus, I can't even say Jesus. Jesus sees us. I like it. Like that? That should he, be on a mug. That should be. Jesus sees us. He sees us when we're doing the mundane. When you're folding the laundry and you're mm-hmm. folding the 150th pair of socks, or you are finding the 150th single sock and you're like, I swear I put 15 in. Why are only 14 coming out? When, when you're doing those things, when you're mopping your floor, when you're doing the dishes, when you're paying for your groceries, Jesus sees you. And oftentimes we think, oh, I have to do this big, I have to lead a team and I have to serve in this big way. And I have to do this grand thing for him to see us. No, you have to do the grand thing for the world to see you, Uh but you can do something in every small mundane thing you do every day. Jesus sees you. He never misses anything that you're doing. There's nothing you hide from him. He sees it all. And he also knows, oh, you're doing it with a joyful heart are you doing it with grumbling and complaining?
0: Or are you doing it because you think that because they did that, that's what you have yes. to do? So that comparison trap of like, um, oh, well, if they're giving this, then that's what I should give or It should look like this. And that's not what this is about. You know, Jesus sees you and it's easy for us to think that our offer isn't as good as somebody else. That's mm-hmm. that comparison of like, okay, well, if I'm going to church and then I want to start to to give, it has to look like this because that's what they said they did. You've got to mm. be in talks with Jesus. You've got to pray over that. I know um, that when when we decided to tithe, I had a, a months of prayer over this because I had come from a different church and I really wanted to be focused on tithing to a church that I trusted in the amount that we were supposed to. And it was interesting that the deeper I sat in prayer, that's when a number came up and I was like, but what about, nope, oh, oh oh, okay. Like it was just knowing that that was the number placed on my heart. And, and I could understand that that was a test of obedience. Would Mm -hmm. I be obedient to the number that was placed on my heart? And what direction would that, would that put us in? I didn't go running around and saying like, Hey guys, here's the the number on a piece of paper. This is what we gave. This is what we, because it's between me and Jesus. Like that's what it is. And my husband, yes. And my husband, very important.
1: Just because someone's going to be like, well, Jill said, (laughs) no, no 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 don't start using her word her name yeah, is no, a no. dirty word in your house please. exactly
0: so having a discussion understanding that that's what mm-hmm. we wanted to do and that's what we felt called to and it it's nothing to go out in front of me like hey you know what we made more money that one month so we gave more that's
1: no i have no clue how much jill tithes
0: <laughs> it's not really a topic of conversation. and she doesn't know how
1: much i tithe either
0: because that's we understand what tithing truly is. is that's yeah. what you feel called to give the church. And when we also look at it, sometimes people say, well, I don't want to give money to the church because it's just going to go towards lights and a sound system. When I give money to the church, I am giving it for it to be used for God. I cannot make the decision and say, I'm only going to give if my money goes toward, this is me trusting God. I am giving Mm it. I am giving what God has given me back to him. Everything I have is his, including my money, which is why when we give, it has to be without those rules around it. It's not, are you giving in faith? Are you giving to God? Or are you saying, well, you know what? I'm only going to give if it's used in a certain way. How do you know that paying for the electric bill or paying for that new light doesn't help more people come into that church that need to hear God's word?
1: And it's really, it's, it's, what is the, what is the posture of your heart? Yes. Uh, So our, our church is in a building project. And so they're doing like a, a push for, um, I don't like that word push. Pretend like I didn't say it. Um, but they're doing right now a season of, Hey, like, this is what, this is the amount of money we need to have chairs. So if you don't want to do BYOC, like this is how much we need for chairs. Mm-hmm. And Alex and I prayed on it and decided how we were going to move forward with that. Um, and then our daughter made a comment, our oldest daughter and said, she goes, I, you know, I want to donate for the chairs. And I was like, what? And I was she was like, yeah, I want to, I want to be a part of, of this. And I was like, okay. And I said, well, whatever you decide is right to give. And I honestly thought our eight-year-old was going to be like $5 or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, prepared for her to say like five, ten, twenty dollars And I was prepared to, that was me telling my kids to get ready. Um, and I was prepared to praise her for whatever number mm-hmm. she said that came out of her mouth. Like, Hey, like good, good for you for seeing that you need to give back to, to the church. Mm-hmm. And she, she gave a number much higher than that. And I expect it, and um, I was like, okay, I'm like, well, do you have that much money? And she goes, well, no, mommy, I don't. And I said, well, remember what I said in the beginning this. This is not you donating mommy and daddy's money. This is you donating your money. Like, I want to make sure that we have a very clear distinction that you're not going to throw out a number and I'm not writing a check. She's like, no, that's no, I know that, mommy. And so she started saving her, her Christmas money and doing odd jobs around the house. And, you know, what's interesting is the second she got that amount of money, And I even told her like, you don't have to make this much money and immediately give it to the church. Like we do three things with money. We tithe or we, we give, I don't tell her tithe, we give, we spend and we save. So you get to decide how much of this are you giving? How much of this are you spending? And how much are you saving? Mm -hmm. And she, the second she got it, she goes, no, mom, you're ready to give it. I need to give it to the, give it to the church. And I was like, okay. And we filled out the envelope together and she put the cash in and she went and put it into, into the, the offering box. And because um, they don't pass plates at our church. It's all hanging on the wall. And it's just so interesting that that's how we should all give. Um, with this heart of, oh no, I, like this joyful heart, this posture in our hearts of, oh, someone else needs that great mm-hmm. she's the, she has a whole business plan to help my friend that makes these beautiful tumblers it's a um, great business plan yeah so her business plan is she's going to tell all the kids at church about it and then she's going to let their parents know the cost of the tumbler and to set up an appointment and then the owner of this business can pay her so she can give the money to the church so she can buy chairs because she wants to make sure everyone has a chair like that that is and and please note this money's going to more than chairs but she is so fixated on the chairs but it has so much to do with her heart around it. Of, of course we need to make sure everyone has a chair. Um, not, oh, a chair, why can't they buy cheaper chairs? And it, it's, it's a heart position. It, and that's what we need to realize. It has nothing to do with the dollar amount. And that mm-hmm. I distinctly decided not to say what the amount of money she was going to give because mm-hmm. it's not about a dollar amount. And it is everything about the posture of our heart. And so who has your heart? Do you give or serve out of obligation or out of a great joy for the one who gave it all like because we oftentimes give out of obligation Mm -hmm. we serve out of obligation we do this out of obligation or out of recognition i want to make sure everyone knows what i do or are we doing it out of just a heart of no that is where i feel god called me because Mm -hmm. i understand that he sacrificed His one only son to sacrifice my time my talents and my treasure is nothing compared to what he sacrificed for me.
0: And being able to understand it's okay to to look at, am I giving from a joyful place? Is this number, is my time, is whatever, is what I'm doing coming from a joyful place? And there's been times I've had conversations with Shannon. I said, right now, I am not serving joyfully in this capacity this would be joyful if I served in this way. Like, but right now, like me showing up in person, I'm not coming from a joyful place, but if I'm at home, like, Mm -hmm. and we had this, I had to be okay with saying, you know what? I'm going to tell Shanna that this is what I'm truly feeling. And she was like, okay, that's where you're being called. Like, okay. I think that was my,
1: okay. Yeah. I lead a team at church and I recently had someone come to me Mm -hmm. and say, you know, and she really wanted to talk to me on the phone and I said, I'm so sorry. I have COVID. I can't talk, but you can text me all day long. It doesn't involve me using my voice. And she, she kept saying, well, if do you have enough people to replace me? Girl, it doesn't matter if I have enough people. If that is not where your heart, it, God is leading mm-hmm. you and you do not feel a joyful heart. God will provide the people yes. to fill your spot. You need to go where God's called you and, and feel joyfully. And that is with everything in our lives. Are you doing it joyfully? Mm-hmm. Are you doing it with a posture, with a heart posture, where you're giving to God? Guess what, friends? There have been times where the church has has said, "Hey, we have a need here," and my husband and I have prayed on it and said, "No, we don't feel that God is leading us to to give in this circumstance because we're horrible Christians." No, it's because God. We knew that God wasn't that was we would have been giving because we felt bad and felt mm-hmm. like we had to, not because God has put it on His heart. That is where. And every time we've said no, something else has come up where God has said yes. But if we would have said yes to the first thing, we couldn't have given to the second. Mm-hmm. And and it's interesting because we think like, oh, like the radio station that we listen to, it is a, it is a, um, the listener, it's listener operated. So mm-hmm. every year in the month that we we're recording this, they have a thing. And every year I pray on it and I always feel God saying, not yet, not yet. And I'm like, but God, they're going to tell me for the next week about how they're listening to operate And they can only operate if I give money. And mm-hmm. I always feel him saying, not yet, not yet. And I know there will be a day he will be like, okay, now, mm-hmm. okay, now. And it's just not there yet. And so, so we need to, re- that's why you should be praying and going to God. Because one, if you're in continual, the habit of continual prayer to God, when you, you will understand when that is the enemy saying they just want your money. And when it's God saying, not yet, not this, I have something else for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and you'll recognize it and it, it makes it very natural to go to him and and lay it at his feet. Okay. This is, this is my request, Lord. I'm laying it at your feet. And I know that if it's the right thing, you'll, you will provide. Um, and, and that
0: is why those habits are so important. And I think too, you know, you, you said a very key thing there. You said he will provide. So the widow with two coins gave everything she had because she knew that God would provide. So when there's offerings of money or time, we know God will provide Mm -hmm. through that when it is done from a joyful place that it's not just, oh, let me give all this because it's going to look really good. It's having that faith that No, I know what I'm called to do. I know what's being placed on my heart for um, either financial or time or resources, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. and saying God will provide. So do we truly have that faith? Where is our heart? Where is our faith? Where is our trust? Mm -hmm. And before you start to give anything over, that's where we've got to turn and, and look in the mirror and say, where is my heart? And start there. Before God wants any of your money, he wants you.
1: And it's not your money. I just want to throw yep. that in there. Yep, It's not because we do, we do, we hold on to it also tightly. Mm-hmm. I made it. Well, if God didn't make you, you couldn't have made the money. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's all from him. It's, it's everything is his. And when we look at things in that manner, you will treat them differently. When I recognize that my body is not mine, it is, a, it is God's temple and that it is on loan to me. I will treat it better than when I think it is mine. When my husband, when I realize that he is a gift from God and he is my perfect provision, I will treat him differently than when I just see him as, oh, he's my husband. I chose him. No, no. no. God gave him to Mm me. My children, God gave them to me. My friendship with Jill, God gave me that. You treat it very differently when you see it as a gift from God than when you see it's something that you deserve.
0: Yes, that. Like it's, it's life changing when you start to see life in the term of gifts, because yes. even those challenging situations, this is how is this happening for me? God has placed me in this situation for me. And I can either sit there and see it as such, or I can be a victim of it and mm-hmm. then be like, Oh, whatever. What if you started seeing everything as that gift?
1: Yeah. It's all for his glory and our good. And mm-hmm. and that includes the trials and the strife. I talked in another episode about Sabina and Richard wander mm-hmm. but i can't remember the last name right now um but i spoke about them like they are two people that were in a trial and they gave all the glory to god and wow did god use them uh-huh. and so are you sitting in your trial whining complaining because if so it makes it really hard for god to use you mm-hmm. because when people see you whining complaining, they're like whatever that is i don't want that
0: yep all right praise yep. out. that is a great one
1: Dear Heavenly Father, we are just in awe of of what you do, Lord, and who you are, and that you see everyone. You see us all. You see us no matter how small we feel or so insignificant we feel. You see us all, and you see our hearts more importantly. Father God, we know sometimes we do act out of obligation and we whine and complain and grumble about the circumstances we are in, Lord. Please forgive us when we do this. Please forgive us of all the times that we did not see the blessings that you lied in front of us and we took advantage of them, we complained about them, or we, we turned away and didn't want them, Lord. Please forgive us for all those times we didn't recognize what we had in front of us. Lord, we are so thankful that you do give us new mercies every day. We are so thankful that you see us even when the world doesn't, Lord, that you call us for a plan and a purpose, Lord, that you pour blessings over us every day, new mercies every day, that you have blessed us with a roof over our head and a floor under our feet. You have blessed us with food to nourish our bodies so we can better serve you. You've blessed us with a spouse and children, or maybe you've blessed us in a season of singleness, Lord, Thank you for whatever it is that you have given us, Lord, all of it, the trials and the triumphs. As we go out today, Lord, let us do all things with joy in our hearts. Let us do all things recognizing that everything that's been placed in front of us is is an opportunity for us to give you the glory and for us to be transformed and changed more into your image, Lord. Let us see that and let us act in that way. Let us, please reveal to us, Lord, all the things that are in front of us and reveal to us our heart posture, Lord. Let us, let us see if we're going from a, pl- a place of obligation or a place of obedience, Lord. Let us see that and please transform our next steps based on that observation, based on that um, that heart posture that we're having. We're so grateful to you, Lord, and we're so grateful for this time together. In Jesus' name we pray,
0: amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, write a review, share with a friend. And thank you so much about being part of this mission to make heaven crowded. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a few things we would love for you to do. Share with a friend, like, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube or Apple Podcast, which has new episodes every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, or find us live on Instagram on Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Whatever you do, do it in faith.